the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everybody, it's Casey Fields, your manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina and welcome to our first in a long time in-person City Quick Connect podcast legislative edition. The sound quality is going to be so much better yeah, y'all, your there AirPods will, are going to be just screaming with excitement. There will be dulcet tones emanating from your device, wherever it may be. Thank you, have you Russell ever done, Cox, Mr. Producer Russell Cox. Have you for, ever done um, one of those um, like sound things where it's like Harry Styles did it, where they talk into it and it's very calming and soothing and you listen to it as you fall asleep? I don't know who Harry and, Styles is. Who's that? He was in One Direction. He's a British pop star. Now he's an actor. It's popular culture. I don't know. Um, Scott, what are we going to talk about today? Defense. Defense. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about playing defense at the State House. Yes. And we're not talking a helmet and pads, although sometimes we do need those. You do get buffeted (laughs) about. Yeah. You do get beat up a little bit. But let's talk about the difference, first of all, between defense and offense. So we want to, at the association, play offense for the benefit of our cities and towns. Another word that's thrown out around offense is proactive. Proactive, play offense, get things passed that are good for cities and towns. Enclave annexation topping the list. Right, absolutely. Every year at, at our regional advocacy meetings, enclave annexation, unprompted, exactly. comes out of those meetings as a priority for uh, cities and towns. Municipal capital project sales tax. Yes. That's another one that people want. Zero millage. That's another proactive, yes. offensive piece of legislation. Things that are good for cities yes, and towns. that add something to. Exactly. Mm-hmm, not take away. The unfortunate part, though, is that we have to spend a lot of time a lot. on the legislative team playing defense, fighting against and stopping or altering right. bad bills. Right. And so, as was typical, we played a fair bit of defense this past session, mm-hmm. this year, and obviously we'll continue to do that um, as the General Assembly meets on the budget and potentially, although I don't know, I can't foresee us really having to have a lot of involvement with redistricting, but you never know. Right. So uh, we, we played a lot of defense this year, and that occupies time. A lot that, of time. That we could be using time and energy and capital. Capital, right. Are we? Let's talk about that for just a second, Scott, because that really, time, of course, is precious, as we all know. Yep. But the political capital that we have to expend. So let's think of political capital, and I hate to use a a money. Well, let's just think of it like chips. Yep. So we have 20 chips going into a session. And those mm-hmm. chips, we've worked hard over years and years and years of relationship building, working together on issues. We've got 20 of those chips. Right. And every time an issue or a bill is introduced, whether it is because of something that happened at the local level or a resident got mad about something the city did or a legislator got mad about something, they introduce a bill. Yep. Well, in order for us to stop that bill or slow the bill down or even sometimes amend the bill, 
we've got a cash and a chip. Yep. And the more defensive bills that get introduced or that start moving through the system, we have to pull a chip yep. out of our, you know, bank every time. And sometimes we, more than one on depends on what issue. Well, it is. and and we can't keep going back to the well. That's right. Asking that same That's right. set of legislators. Because as those chips are us. decreased, we still have to build those relationships. Yeah. And it is very difficult to get proactive legislation even worked on. Yep. Getting it introduced is not a big deal. No. Um, anybody can introduce anything, as we have seen. Yeah. Um, but getting it moving, it 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 takes time and it takes work on it. Well, and, and it's a lot more difficult to push good things that's right than it is to stop bad things right but the sheer volume of bad things that we have to stop that's right equals in in more than you know the one or two good positive bills that we we want to get introduced and push so that's right uh so give me give me an example so something there were there were a half dozen things that we had to work really hard on and spend a lot of time on this year. I forgot the the tobacco, the vaping bill. Too. Oh, I forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah. we so, were trying to make a list of all the things, and that was I. I knew there was another one, but yeah, I just couldn't come up with it. Yeah, that. so the the vaping bill it was an example where, and and the the vaping bill, the parking bill, the PTSD bills, right? Those were all bills that we necessarily were not interested in or able to stop. We were not going to kill those bills, I don't think. And so understanding the momentum that those bills had and the uh, wide support that they have in the General Assembly, Senate, and House, to the extent that we can make those less bad. Right. And we've talked about that throughout the session. That's exactly on, right. On using, using amendments with stakeholders. Right. Introducing amendments to make bills less bad for cities and towns. Working with the stakeholders on the front end to make those bills less bad and to put the association in a neutral position right. takes a lot of time. Right. That's and right. now the, the outcome, the ultimate outcome of those bills doesn't always satisfy or make everybody happy within within the the municipal world within right, cities right. and towns and even the stakeholders that are pushing the the bill the bad bill yeah they're they're losing something or gaining something That's depending right. on what we lose or or gain correct and so but but all that takes time i mean as an example the the parking bill we we spent i don't know how many hours uh, over the course of the session, working, having conversations with legislators, working with Secretary Hall, mm-hmm. working with the cities that were involved, getting their input. And ultimately, you know, we the, the General Assembly ended up with a, passing a bill and the governor signed a bill that nobody's necessarily really happy with. And in fact, right. in his in his letter, that accompanied his signing so, yeah, of that bill, letter. he acknowledged, "Hey, this is a this is as as most as many pieces of legislation are. This yeah. is a statewide <clears throat> attack or a statewide approach to what is ultimately a local problem." That's right. But that is such the case so many times where there is a local problem, and then legislation is introduced to possibly address that local problem. Right. But it ends up being a statewide solution, which draws everybody into the That's fight. Right. And on the parking bill, that thing was going, 
that thing was going to pass with or without yeah. our attempts to mitigate the damage. But so, we, but we managed to mitigate the damage. I, I think I think we did. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, there are going to be cities across the state that would disagree with that, but it was better than it was. It was when better it was than introduced. It, it was better than what the, the the ultimate product was better than what what they started with. Same thing goes with the PTSD bill. We were able to uh, the Senate version, Senate ninety Senate Bill ninety four. Right. We were able to uh, seek and got incorporated into that bill, amended into that bill, some mitigating language to uh, limit the applicability of that bill, so as to limit the financial costs on cities if this bill were to pass. And 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 as I've told others, while this bill may not pass in this two-year session right. a ptsd bill is going to pass the general assembly at Eventually, some point right right so we need to rather than just stomp our foot and say no mm-hmm. and get run over right. we need to be in there trying to make this thing and get a reputation bad. of not being able to come to the table with solutions right because when you just say no i don't want it to pass why not well it's bad okay, well, how can we make it better? And if we just say, well, we can't, this bill is, you know, but there are bills, Scott, like yeah. the the water customer bill that yeah. was introduced. There yeah. are bills like the budget proviso that are non-starters. That's right. So there, there we've got to draw a line somewhere where we yes. just can't amend it. No matter how many amendments yep. we introduce, it's just not going to make this any better. Yeah. The, the Senate budget, uh, proviso that Senator Ronnie Cromer from Newberry introduced that would have exempted a uh, particular insurance um, group, insurance company right. line of insurance from paying the business license tax. Right. That's a hard no. That's a hard no. And, and there's no, yeah. and there, there is no, there is no solution to that, that problem. That's right. That, that they, there presented. was not an amendment we could have introduced there, no. or suggested to, to mitigate that proviso. That was just a no. That, that's a Up hard no because it's an attack on the, uh, the, the business license tax, along with uh, House Bill 4387 that was introduced on the last day of the session that seeks to attack the, business, the local business license tax, Act 176 that right. was passed last September. That, hasn't when even is gone it, into, I was about to say, when is even, it even effective, Scott? It goes I into effect January think... 1st of 2022, yeah. and it's already being attacked. That is a hard, that's a hard no. Do you remember um, at the very beginning of American Idol, Randy Jackson was a judge Again, with pop, Paula popular, Abdul and Simon culture. Cowell and... Somebody would audition and they would be terrible, and Randy would hate to be mean, but he'd say, "It's going to be a hard no for me, dog." Yeah, <laughs> that's what I picture when right. these bills come up. I just want to say, "That's going to be a hard no for right. me, dog." And again, that's, that's going to be a no. That's that's a bill that was introduced to that's a statewide solution to a local problem. That's right. And the 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 problem with that particular bill is that it could be solved at the local level. Absolutely, there is a solution. There is a solution to that issue that's being identified in forty three eighty seven, um, and right. so we're going to have to say no. This is not applicable statewide. Right. We're going to fight it. And every, here tooth are and, and nail. here are some local solutions that we can help this certain right group work with. Right. But we it's not through statewide legislation. It is a but, local solution. But here's the problem, Casey. Uh, it's there, already out there. There are 34 <laughs> sponsors on that bill, <laughs> right? Including right. the chairman of every standing House committee, but one, 
It has the speaker, speaker pro tem, I think, the majority leader. (laughs) They're all sponsors. So that's going to be a tough train to stop. It's going to be very difficult to stop in the house. And, but we're going to try, but again, this is something that we've got to worry about throughout the summer, throughout the fall. We've got to, and then we've got to spend capital Mm -hmm. and time, precious time fighting something that really should not have been introduced. And, um, you know, I, I don't know how we we can prevent some of these things from being introduced to start with if, you know, if cities and towns, um, if they see they may, ha- they may have a problem and they're dealing with legislators, hey, let's solve this locally right. before it becomes a statewide problem. Right. Um, but, you know, sometimes you're not able to stop it. And, and so that that's where we'll draw all 271 cities and towns into the fight, including right. and, and us. So, you know, another bill that we stopped was the Home Attainability Act. This right. was the bill that right. would uh, essentially neuter um, land use planning in in cities and towns and give home builders carte blanche to build whatever they want, wherever they it, want. Didn't it include third-party inspectors? Like you yeah, could just hire, yeah, you know, a, a anybody home, off the street to yep, inspect your house, make builder, sure it was cool? Home builder could hire his own inspectors. Um, there were lots of lots of problems with that bill. We were able to essentially stop that bill. Right. I mean, it's still active, but um, that was uh, that was addressed by way of a Senate budget proviso to to create a, a an affordable a ho- affordable housing workforce housing mm-hmm. study committee mm-hmm. task force of which the municipal association will be a part uh, throughout the summer. So there was um, former House member Michael Thompson. He works in um, D.C. now, I think, but. He introduced a bill one year. I think this was before before Scott. I think this was before you were involved. Maybe it wasn't. Um, but he introduced a bill to form a study committee to study study committees. Yeah. Yeah. That, and everybody loved it and they passed it. That's a productive committee. To to a really develop a study committee. committee to study study committees. Because right. there are so many study committees yeah. in there. Um, let's talk about something real quick. Let's talk about the partisanship. A lot of times city issues are not partisan. It's depending on your location, whether you represent that city. Um, It doesn't normally split Republican Democrat. Right. Right. Um, But for the issues that the caucuses have decided that they would support at this point, after the 2020 elections, there is definitely more Republican members than there are Democrat members. And if that issue, and sometimes, like I said, most of the time these issues are nonpartisan, but if it becomes a partisan issue, there are votes there and there are more votes there than there were last year. Yeah. 4387 is a good example. I mean, if you look at the sponsors on that bill, I may be wrong, but all 34 of those sponsors if they're not all Republican, they are largely right. overwhelmingly Republican. And not to mention the House, the House has to redraw districts. Yeah. They have to do um, redistricting because they're up for election in 22. So during the 22, it always affects the legislative session when House members, and bless their hearts, once they get reelected or elected, they've got to start running 
almost immediately. Right. And and people start paying attention, you know, voters start paying attention, primary voters. A hundred, oh, primary the, voters, yes. which is really all that matters. That's right. Primary voters start paying attention starting in January and February yeah, they as do. to what their incumbents are doing. That's right. And if they're not, if, if let's talk about if they're not liberal enough in the Democratic Party or they're not Republican enough in the Republican Party. Right. Then they're gonna they're gonna take note. And and the best way to prove some of your bona fides on either side. That's right. Is to introduce legislation, and unfortunately, sometimes cities and towns get caught up in that. And um, because all of those bills that you've mentioned so far, and there are tons of other ones, but all of them are still in play because yep. this is the middle of a two year session. So while we we took a slight exhale, I would not call it a complete no. exhale but we took a small exhale at the end of the 21 session because we got a little bit of time to work with people and to talk to people yeah. and to to work these issues but i mean they're still sitting out there well and 4387 is going to be a very attractive vehicle yes. to prove yes your anti-tax or limited That's tax right. bona fides because the the words uh, double elim- taxation. Eliminate double taxation are is right. part of the title right. of the bill. Easy for for me as a as a House member who's going to have potentially have a primary challenger right. to ward off a primary challenger. That's right. To vote for uh, in the House and the Senate potentially. So of course the Senate doesn't have to run next year, but right, right. They've got a little bit of time. Certainly in the House. So, um, and of course I don't want. I don't want our listener to to think that we're whining or complaining no, or that's or right. That particularly that we're whining or trying to make excuses. We're not making excuses. We are just simply saying these are the these are the facts on right. the ground. Right. And if we want if we want to be able to play more offense, then we as as your boots on the ground at the state house need the assistance of every city official, elected council member, mayor, manager, uh, you know, every staff member who has some influence or, or uh, cachet with their legislators, we need your help. That's right. In order to push the good things the good that we want to get done for cities and towns. That's right. We, as we've talked about repeatedly, while we are trusted sources, we are uh, honest brokers of accurate, accurate information, information. and we right. are trusted at the state house. Uh, we're still lobbyists in a lot of legislators' eyes, and until you, they hear from back home, that's right. Uh, they are not going to be compelled to act one way or the other. So it's important that that local officials engage with their house and senate members and tell them, "I want you to push this good thing for us." Right. And we'll let you know if we need your help to stop something. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll, we're pretty successful at stopping things. But boy, we sure would like to build things rather than than blow stuff up. Yeah, this this whole episode was just meant to kind of paint a picture yeah. of, of what we deal with on a daily basis. So when somebody comes up to us and says, why can't y'all get anything passed? Well, passing a bill is harder than stopping a bill, yeah. like we mentioned earlier, but... We there's only you know so many of us and so much time to go around political capital to try to push the good right. and stop the bad all at the same time. Now, that's just a reality. That's just like a that's just the real real. This is real talk. Right. This is Casey Scott real talk. This is we love what we do and we love a good fight. Well, and and stopping things are are a success. 
oh does, yeah doesn't it may it may That's not right. translate it's a win, it's a win. Right. Uh, but we also got some things done. We 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 got the abandoned buildings tax credit passed and extended. the textile got the textile um, revitalization yep. section amended. Um, that's a positive. We saw good things coming forward with police reform that's as right. we had um, as we wanted out of the our advocacy initiatives this year. Supported the local government fund uh, and the the uh, fully funding of that according to the new law. That's right. Testified in favor of that and got assurances at the subcommittee level the first week of the session that, yes, we as a General Assembly intend and, and are going to honor the, 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 the 2019, law. yeah, the law so that passed. That that was important. You know, there are a few, a couple other things that we got done, but it just seems, you know, we spent, we spend as much time. So that's three good things that we can point to that got right. done. And there are other things that of the, our, our 11 advocacy initi- initiatives, uh, we've, I think we got seven done or they're in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and it, it's looking good for the zero millage bill coming up. Right. Well, I know I'm privy to some conversations that local officials are having with uh, Senator Mike Gambrell from Anderson about that. So hopefully he's going to push forward with that just like we did a couple of years ago. And, and right. we'll, we can lay the groundwork in the House. Uh, remember that that bill was passed the Senate, got out onto the House floor and got yeah. got got sideways on the House floor. So hoping we can duplicate some of that success and push it across the finish line. But um, playing defense burns a lot of time, burns a lot of capital. And yeah. if we can avoid that, and I guess the message is to the extent that local officials can do their part to help stop, just to, just don't even allow these kinds of bills to have to be introduced in the first place. Well, and also, Scott, even the smallest thing, tell us. Yeah. If you have had a conversation with a legislator yeah. and that legislator said, oh, I tell you what, I do not like hamburgers. It, it may, you may think, yeah, he doesn't like hamburgers, but the next thing you know, he might have, he or she may introduce a bill that bans municipalities from serving hamburgers right. in the city limits. Well, so just any little thing that you can think of that you sh- can contact one yeah. of us about and just say, Hey, I don't know if this is going to be anything, but yeah. Representative so and so does not like hamburgers. Yeah, it, and perfect. It, and if that's you're, exactly what we need. And that extends, it's not over communication. And that extends to you know if you if you're having a, a, a squabble with a, a prominent local citizen right. or businessman or a little woman, dust up, and you and you're aware of their having a relationship with a house member or a senator, particularly if they're in leadership or up and coming, let us know about that. Absolutely, uh, because that that would help us perhaps we could give you some counsel on how Absolutely. to deal have, with that. And, maybe we could talk to the legislator and right. say, Hey, I understand you've got an issue back yeah. home. Let, let us figure out how to, let how to help. work that out. Let yeah. me help you and maybe talk, talk off a ledge, you yeah, know, kind they, of they keep ap- them, pull them back a little bit. They appreciate, uh, you know, they appreciate the help, the ask. And anyway. especially Scott solutions, instead of just saying no, yeah. no, no, say, look, we can't do this. Yeah. And here's why. Yep. And here's some things we might be able to work on to help this. Or let me explain the whole story to you, not just give you a no, get out. Yeah. There, there's typically, again, a lot of these things come about because of a local dust up. That's right. That does not need a statewide solution. But legislators, you know what? Because they don't know that there's a potential solution at local level, that's their, right. their only choice they think is, is to, to introduce f- legislation, is to file a bill. That's exactly then, right. And then there we are. 
and then we've got a list of 12 defensive bills that are huge <laughs> that we have to concentrate on, watch, follow, testify, amend, go right. to meetings, work on, and right. and that takes time away from. And, and that's just the visible stuff. But I tell you what, it yeah, exactly right. But you know, we've talked a little bit about kind of restructuring the team and figuring yeah. out among the team members how to handle this. Yeah, and you know, when I was a city manager, I, I told my council back in the seventies, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I would tell, I would tell people, I still tell people, when I was a city manager, my primary job, in a lot of cases, was just to say no. Right. So <laughs> Mayor Paul Vernon Bell, God rest his soul, Bless his what a great, what a great guy. He would come in the, into my office and he'd say, what about, and I'd know. What do you think? No. Should we? No. <laughs> that sounds like me to my kids. Right. <laughs> Mom, and can I? No. So, Mom, let's know. So, you know, maybe maybe I become Dr. No <laughs> right. on our legislative team and Joni and Erica. And <laughs> right. They can, they can, they become they can the play yeses. the offense. Right. Yeah. They, they become which, the, let's do this fun stuff. And you're like, no. Which quite no, frankly is no. what the two of them did this past session. They oh, were very 100%. much pushing our proactive yeah, and offensive absolutely. solutions. And did a and, wonderful job. And I so, played a lot of defense. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it may be that we uh, structure, change the legislative team to say, okay, you're designated as an offensive player right. and, and you're designated. And not as just player. based on bills and topics, but Precisely. if something comes up, yeah, yeah and it's a, an yeah. offensive, then they start working on right. that. That's right. So, but we'll see. We don't know if that's how we're going to play it. I mean, it actually kind of played out that way this right. year. Um, Very organically. It wasn't something that we tried to do. Yeah. Yeah. But as they gain you experience. You just say no so well. Well, you have, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, success books and successful people tell you, you got to learn how to say no. Right. <laughs> so like, Scott, would you like to, uh, be on the PTO? No, no. So, I mean, Scott, I, will you volunteer to serve slushies to the kids on Saturday? By that no. measure, by that measure, I'm extremely successful, right? By the number of times that I say no. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Um, Scott, is there anything else we need to discuss? Well, um, I would just say that uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, we're going to do yeah. our, our, our legislative wrap up. session and wrap let me, up. And let me tell you this. Um, around annual meeting, we'll have hard copies, but it will also be on the website where you can find a year-end legislative report mm -hmm. for 2021 at... www.masc.sc. Right. Talk to your legislators. Take them to lunch. Go visit them this summer. Uh, they're going to be home a little in, bit <laughs> in July and August, we know uh, when they're not on on vacation or or whatever. So, go talk to them. Tell them what you want to see coming up in January. What you want to, what you want to push, what you want to stop, and then report to us at our regional advocacy meetings that will be held in September, October. That's right. Um, we want everybody to come and tell us what you told your legislators, the conversations that you had, what you. Uh, heard from them and we're going to be back in person with good food yes together yes. looking forward and if to, everybody feels comfortable i will give you a hug i'm so excited about I barbecue green beans too. mac you and know cheese. there were so many times where we were like we if we eat any more barbecue and Not mac me. and cheese and green beans like we Not are me. gonna die but now that's all i'm gonna get for I the could, caterers i could eat it I, i'm gonna I'll get it every, it every i'm day. gonna get banana pudding every time i possibly can absolutely absolutely well, everybody, as we always close our podcast, um, continue to wash your hands, wear your masks. If you feel like that that is something that makes you feel comfortable, I feel naked without mine, but it sure does feel good. Mm -hmm. um, get the vaccine if you so choose to do so. 
Um, don't go into big crowds if you haven't gotten the vaccine. I was at Darlington a couple of weeks ago, maskless, out of doors the whole time around big <laughs> crowds, and uh, I didn't contract anything because I've got the vaccine. I, I feel pretty good, yeah. Excellent. Everybody, yeah. please take care of yourselves. Stay healthy and safe, and we'll talk to you next time. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.